Well, today is day one of the Doan three-man camp here in uh, the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, specifically Caledonia, Michigan, Davenport University. Got quite a few campers for this camp, uh, 41 to be exact, and guys from, of course, Michigan, not surprisingly, but also several other states like Ohio, Illinois, uh, Indiana, um, Kentucky, you know, so guys from all over the Midwest area uh, coming to the three-man camp. Uh, they have um, quite a few things planned for them. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a collegiate showcase, more like JUCO teams and some NAI teams that are going to be playing. So guys are going to be able to get some actual um, experience on the field and get some direct instruction there. But also, they'll have lots of cage and field work and some classroom work, uh, talking about three-man and other aspects of umpiring as well. So I'm going to have a few mini podcasts uh, episodes here over the next couple of days. Uh, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the camp. So I'll have one for day one, day two, day three, and uh, let you know about the happenings of the camp. And um, I'm most interested to see how the uh, new strike zone technology that we introduced at the Doan two-man camp a couple of weeks ago uh, plays out here in the three-man camp. So this is the um, the first of these little mini episodes and um, expect them over the next couple of days. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So day one of the Doan three-man umpire camp was a success. Uh, it's kind of a half day. It starts about 12.30. There's two games that go on with uh, JUCO teams, and they move umpires in and out and three-man crews there. They also have some sessions like down in the bullpen talking about situations and things like that. And uh, then to end the day, they usually have a guest speaker, and, and it was Rich Fetchett, uh, one of the big D1 coordinators here in the Midwest. Um, he talked quite a bit for about an hour uh, to the 41 campers that are here. And um, one of the things he really talked about um, was, you know, game management, managing situations, managing yourself on the field, but also off the field, you know, your personal life, uh, balancing your life. Uh, among other things. I mean, he wasn't sitting there necessarily talking about, you know, mechanics or strikes and in balls and, you know, safes and outs and all that kind of stuff. That was more important. And we kind of saw a little bit of that on the field in the couple of games there. Um, I, I came a little bit later after I got done teaching and uh, was there for the second game and helping out with uh, the umpires on the field. You know, a couple of uh, things that I saw, you know, we had some of the Newer umpires that uh, maybe hadn't worked as much three-man, so their alignment, uh, like when you're at third base and trying to make sure that you're far enough back of the third baseman, so if he makes a diving play toward the line, he's not going to dive into you. But also that you're close enough that there's a back pick or something there at third base with a runner on third that you can get there. Um, how you you know handle fly balls. Fly balls are always the, the tricky thing for people, um, not pausing, reading, reacting, and going out when they shouldn't or not going out when they should. That's always an issue. 
um, coming across, you know, like when you're U3 and putting your hand up for your U1 to let them know you got that routine fly ball and that you also are obviously running the second base and you've got that, you know, positioning on how you come into second base. Um, if you do have a potential play, if you're coming inside or outside, usually it's frequently outside, but, uh, you know, those kind of situations too. Just a general alignment where you're parallel um, to like the third baseline when you're U3 and you're in deep B position those kind of situations. We had a couple of situations where um, like we had a runner on first only and a wild pitch and, you know, the runner went to second base and you one just kind of stayed there at first base and he didn't kind of fill it, fill it up to second base so that U3 could potentially move to third base and, and potentially get outside if he needed to. Um, so we had that that we talked to some guys about. We had a situation where U1 um, was kind of in his regular spot with uh, a runner on first base and um, just took like a step back and, you know, then started to go out a couple steps almost to the grass. And, you know, youth or the plate umpire, you know, that's that's basically now we're in two-man. He needed to go to third base or start moving toward third base in case he needed to cover that because we got, you know, U3 in the middle there jumping around like, like a chicken or something because he's got to cover all three bases. Um, so just those kind of situations and we help guys hopefully recognize those and, and, uh, do a better job on it the next time they might have such a situation. But the most interesting thing that we had was, uh, one of the teams, one of the Juco teams, it's a Michigan based team and they're a very successful team. They were, um, kind of doing some orchestrated chants, you know, uh, particularly at the time of the, you know, the pitch, uh, directed at the other team, directed at the pitcher. Um, which, you know, is against NCAA policy and sportsmanship, and you're supposed to, uh, um, you know, stamp that stuff out and issue a warning or, or if needed, an injection. Um, so we had that situation, which, you know, they weren't really being very sportsmanlike. I don't understand it. But anyway, it's always good when stuff like that happens in a camp because you can see how people react. And this is the opportunity. And, and again, like back to what Rich Fetchett was talking about later on, it's about game management. You know, you got to be able to control the people that are on that ball field uh, the best that you can and get them to abide by the rules and uh, respect your judgment and your authority um, while you're out there. And if you can't do that, then it's hard for you to move up, whatever level you're at. You know, if you're a high school guy wanting to move to, you know, do juco ball, it's going to be hard for you to move up. If you're somebody that does you know, sub-varsity baseball and you want to move up to more varsity games, that's what you got to be able to do as well. So anyway, um, they were doing that. I, I kind of went and talked to the one plate umpire after I said, hey, did you think that that was, uh, you know, orchestrated? Well, yeah, I, I didn't think it was unsportsmanlike. I'm like, well, do, do you want the other team doing that? Well, no. Well, you got to stop that. You can't let them be doing that. I mean, you got to tell them that that's enough and and issue a warning if you need to. <clears throat> so anyway, kind of continued on the next inning. You didn't really take care of it. Neither did his two, you know, umpires in the, you know, on the bases there either. Then the crew kind of switched over because, you know, we, have a, we do like an inning or whatever for each guy. So we had three new guys come out there. They're sitting there in their tunnel watching that. And, you know, they continue doing the same thing. And then we get the first base umpire decides he's going to do something. So he goes over there, 
issues are one. He walks over. He's actually in deep B, so he walks over, you know, almost to the first base cutout, and he says, this is a warning. We cannot have orchestra's chance. Continue to do so. I have no choice but to eject you. He kind of gives the standard kind of thing, which is fine, whatever. And uh, then he turns and starts walking back to deep B, and this first base coach for this team, who's down, you know, by the dugout, not by first base, uh, goes up and down the 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 bench you know the fence line of the of where the dugout is raising his hands up in the air and uh you know getting them all riled up again and he didn't see this he turned the the, the umpire that gave the warning i mean it should have been an ejection if he would have seen it i, I would have hoped he would have ejected it i i really find it hard to believe that you three maybe didn't see it and or the plate umpire because if i were on the field and i saw that i would have ejected the guy i mean you know because he's making our crew look like you know, clowns out there or something. So the inning ends, they, you know, the plane umpire kind of says something to them. They come down a little bit. They just kind of do stuff in whispers. They're still kind of doing it. We talk, I, we go out and talk to the guys afterward. I'm talking to the plate umpire and I'm like, did you see that? Oh no. I, uh, well, yeah, but no, I didn't, you know, he's like, there's no way he saw it and he didn't do it. I'm like, why didn't you eject him? He said, well, I didn't really see it. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> So it wasn't really handled as well as it could. I mean, okay, it wasn't like there was some riot that happened or nobody got plunked or this or that, but it's stuff that you got to stamp out in a ball game. And if you can't handle that at whatever level you're going to, then you're not really going to go to that level or you're not really going to go any farther. Those are the things that get you places. People always think, I've got to go show that I really know this three-man mechanics. Well, yeah, that's important. I'm not saying that you... You know, if you don't know your mechanics, you're going to have problems. But, yeah, you want to show that. You want to show that you've got, you know, a good strike zone, that you look good out there and everything. But when stuff happens, you got to be able to take care of it. And that's what separates umpires more than anything at every single level all over the country. So that is my big advice to any of you is to be able to handle that and to be able to step up and do it and do what you got to do. And you want to be that guy on the field that people want to be with because they know you take care of business.